CTV. You may well be making efforts to reduce how much plastic you use. We hear the council trying to get rid of single-use plastics, gosh, maybe even the hospital. But how bad is the problem globally if you're trying to make small differences at home? Well, a couple of cyclists decided to find out. Paul Hellier and Jamie Lepree, they rode through three of the world's most polluting countries in the Peloton Against Plastic, which is the name of a doco they've put out. Paul Hellier, hello. Hello. What are the most polluting countries? Well, uh, one of the countries that we cycled through Vietnam is in the uh, top five list of the most polluting countries, and and that also includes countries like China and uh, Indonesia and I think the Philippines. But we were actually there to uh, show what people are doing to stop the plastic pollution issue or at least uh, reduce it. So we're actually there doing the opposite than showing how bad it is. And what did you find? Well, we when we went over there, we set up probably half a dozen meetings with different groups that, that we'd already been in touch with. And we actually were inundated with people sending us messages while we were on the ride asking if we could meet them in cafes and restaurants mm. to just so excited to tell us what they wanted to do or what they were already doing. So it was very motivating and you know it's the same thing here lots of people are are trying to turn this around and you know the whole world is is in operation to try and reduce what plastic is doing to our oceans i mean it's interesting to think in you know these are tropical countries and subtropical countries there's a lot of poverty do people really care much haven't they got higher priorities in terms of just surviving yeah and that's you know that's definitely the case it's it's a t- totally different setup in a lot of these places than it is here you know we're lucky that we have a collection system where they come to our house and it's a bit out of sight out of mind for us and of course there's issues there where australia's been shipping a lot of our plastic to some of these countries that already have a big enough problem of their own mm-hmm. um and if you live in the country in in Vietnam or Cambodia or Thailand, you know, not and you're not part of a, you're not in a big city, there is no collection. So you're given this, you know, cheap substance that's incredibly versatile and useful. But then after you've used the product, and quite often that's for as little as five minutes, it's your responsibility. So it's either thrown in the environment or burnt a lot of the time. Is there a level where it's a bit unfair that the first world, similarly to fossil fuels, has been able to get real rich off plastic and now we're not going to let anyone else do it? Yeah, yeah. well, that's right. And we're, you know, we, how long have we been doing it? And, um, you know, and we're recycling a very small percentage of what we're actually using. So it's a bit rich of, for us to say, hey, you know, you guys better stop. Mm. And, you know, probably what half of the world's population is in, is in Asia and in Southeast Asia. So, um, you know, we have to change our behaviours just as much as they do, uh, and it is a global issue. And and really that's what we went over there for. We wanted to, because it's, you know, we didn't want to go over there and tell them, you know, you guys have got this wrong and we're perfect and, and we know what we're doing. We went over there to just hear from them and, and let them tell us what, what they were doing. And, and they're in the best situation to deal with their uh, their problem yeah. um, we, we don't know the political situation or anything like that so we just wanted to get inspired from them maybe learn from them potentially groups here and in other parts of the world can can interact and we can all learn from each other because it is everyone's issue
Paul Hellier with Jamie Laprie cycled about 100 kilometres a day through a bunch of Asian countries to explore how people are doing innovative things to reduce plastic waste. And it's now an on-demand film, uh, Peloton Against Plastic. And July is plastic-free July, so you might want to organise a screening of the film. It's an on-demand film, so if you look them up, get enough people to come, then you get a screening of it. It's kind of how it works. Um, how did you manage your trip and what was your waste profile for uh, doing, gosh, there's nothing more in a city than cycling through Asia? Yeah, well, part of our, uh, we would be hypocrites if we went over there and just used single-use plastic like it was going out of fashion. So part of the, the ride was for us to, we invited people to come with us. So the, the number of people fluctuated but, you know, from as low as five or six people up to about 15, I think. Mm. And we had to avoid single-use plastic. So if we were going into a 7-Eleven or something and we couldn't find anything that wasn't wrapped in plastic, we had to go without. And, uh, and anything that we couldn't avoid, we took with us. Uh, so, and, and to be honest, we did pretty well. I think, you know, after a month of travelling with all those people coming and going, we ended up with maybe, you know, half a bucket of stuff and it was mostly plastic straws. And even though we tried our hardest to not use a plastic straw, even with our our poor Vietnamese or or Khmer, we uh, still ended up with some plastic straws because uh, obviously we weren't very effective with our communication sometimes. Do you, How big did your Peloton get? Uh, I think... Uh, the second half, we ended up with about 15 people um, at, you know, and people were coming for maybe two or three days. Some people came for, you know, half the journey. Mm. Uh, Jamie and I did the whole thing. And, and, you know, we would be still riding beyond a month if, if we didn't cheat a little bit. We did catch a train and we had a few buses and things like that. <laughs> and, um, you know, we started off the journey on... 46, 47 degree days and 95% humidity. So, um, but luckily it, it got a bit cooler than that. We ended up with about 35 degrees on average, I think. So. And what are the roads like as you're going through the, I mean, I just imagine a lot of them would just be massive highways and there'd be no thought of cycling. Yeah. Well, that, and that's when we needed a bus. Uh, so yeah. if we were, I think when we crossed from Vietnam into Cambodia, we had quite a bit of freeway and then we were, it was in the night and, and we did the trip with Intrepid Travel. So they made sure we didn't die or didn't get lost. Um, and so in those situations, we had to jump on a bus and get to our next destination without, um, yeah, getting run over by a truck or something. If you love cycling, if you love travel movies, if you love a bit of environmental uh, self-examination and missionary work, Peloton Against Plastic. Uh, the aim is for July to be a plastic-free July, and uh, this film's released on July the 31st. So how, how does this on-demand film thing work, Paul? Yeah, so Demand will uh, release the film on the 31st of July, which is which will be wrapping up Plastic Free July. And for the last few years, the team at Plastic Free July have obviously been wit witnessing that program getting bigger and bigger, and they expect this year to be huge. So the Peloton Against Plastic will be a positive film at the end of Plastic Free July to hopefully get people fired up and, and realise that, you know, there's people all around the world doing this and, you know, they can play their part and reduce single-use plastic as well. Great to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much.
And on-demand films, if you look it up, um, Peloton Against Plastic, you could maybe get a screening of it here. This is Eli Paperboy Reed. It is 17... I think I've read that wrong. 15.99.